0: hello everybody welcome to rambling on the rift this is episode two uh today is september 24th and i am currently silver for 18 lp so it's september 24th so it's been about three days two days since the release of samira the new bot laner with the wind wall and god god damn i love her she is so fucking fun like it's ridiculous how fun she is to play and i actually do well on her and she's a marksman she's an adc that actually makes a difference in the game and it makes me so happy so i'm very happy that um that riot decided to add her into the game and actually design her um i'm gonna open up my League client really quick so we can uh, talk a little bit about Samira and my performance on her. Um, first off her concept, like the, the Shuriman who was actually betrayed by the Ascendants or the Ascendants, uh, like enslaved her people. I think that's a really cool concept because the past few champions that have been released are n- not Shuriman at all. Um, i know like set is ionian fucking Philios. uh i don't even know I don't, I don't think he was really anything yone is ionian um lilia is technically ionian although she's like spirit blossom-y um so it's cool to get another like lore based champ almost that's like related to the lore and uh actually from shurima because it's been it's been quite a bit since we've gotten a new Shariman champ um that's and like not only is she originally shuriman but she also has noxian roots which i think is really cool and related to the lore and like she has that one voice line i was born in shurima raised in noxus maybe i'll die in demacia to make it interesting that's one thing oh her personality is so good. She's like this thrill seeker. She's very confident in her own skills and that makes her so fun to play cuz every play that you make with Samira makes you like makes you know that she like knows she can do it. And she's definitely like as a character, she's like, yeah, I I I just did that. I just quadra killed you for the third time this game. Like one v five, um, and she is just she's just so fun to play. Like, let me pull up her abilities. Um, so first of all, her her passive, her concept of her passive, the style gauge. That's fucking awesome. Like, the, if you if you hover over the passive, um, and and you try to read what it says, it says like, why are you reading this? Go style on them, which is. This this entire character is centered around styling on your opponents so hard that they rage quit the game, which I've had happen already in my Samira games and I have like maybe 10 games on Samira. Um her concept of the, ra- the like being ranged and melee at the same time is super cool. I think that's a concept that uh Dota did very well with their character Troll Warlord. Uh if you don't play Dota, he's a character who basically he has two move sets. One move set is when he's melee, one move set is when he's ranged. Uh and they're different like they're different things. It's kind of like a um I don't really know how to explain it. Uh I would I would say it's kind of like Kane where one is like a one is one role in the game. Like Red Kane is a bruiser. And Blue Cane's an assassin, but with Troll Warlord, he's like a, a bruiser, like a bruiser slash fighter. Uh, and then when he's in his other form, he's like an ADC, but he can switch between them at will. Uh, but I think it's really cool that Samira has that fluidity in her kit where she can just transform between a melee character and a ranged character seamlessly. And each one has their own benefits, like the the melee has has that um that extra magic damage. Um, I think Samira's ability to knock enemies up that are CC'd gives her a little more utility. It's really strong, but I think it gives gives her a lot more utility and use to the team. Um, her Q is fantastic. It's like a easy CS tool. It helps her CS not be horrible because her early game ad is not fantastic and really she needs to get items before she can start doing her 1v5 her w i've heard a lot of people complain about it but to me it's just it's not as broken as people claim it is it's a wind wall, yeah it's literally just a aoe 360 yasuo windwall but it only lasts for one second and it's on a 30 second cooldown, which I think is even, it's either longer or very close to as long as the cooldown on Yasuo's wind wall is and she maxes it last. Uh, Her E, also another fantastic engage tool. Um, it's, It's like a engage tool that you have to use smart because if the way Samira is as a champion is that if she gets in too deep, she gets popped instantly. If she gets any CC on her, there's no way she's building up her skill her style gauge before she gets popped. And that's why, like, people are like, oh my god, she has a she has a a dash with an AoE wind wall damaging ability with, with that's both ranged and melee that's so broken. But I do think she's strong. But I definitely think that the E is a lot less powerful than a lot of people think it is because it only resets on champion takedowns so it's not like Yasuo's where you can just dash around everywhere and her ult is probably the strongest part about her kit like for most champions and it's just oh it's so fun to use when you see that that style gauge fill up and you you can see that you can use your R, it's so satisfying and then you just use it and then you just dash onto the next person because it's almost guaranteed that you get a kill with it. I think it's it's a really, really cool ability. Um, now onto the topic of Samira being overpowered, which I've seen a lot of people say. Um, I'm, of course, biased, like Yasuo or Yone players are about their champion because they like the champion. I definitely agree that Samira is strong. I think Samira is very strong for an ADC and I think she can impact the game a lot more when she's fed than most ADCs can but if you've listened to my previous episode you know that I think ADCs don't really have the impact that they should be ADCs should be able to completely carry games if they win lane or they should be able to completely carry lanes if they get fed and um. And Samira, being a Yasuo-esque character, the the 1v5 god, or goddess in this case, I think it's a huge step forward for ADC players, and being an ADC player myself, I love this champion, because I, I felt like I was able to actually influence stuff. I felt like I was able to actually carry games i was able to triple kill people easily i was able to make the enemy team complain that i was overpowered and that felt good because normally i don't get that as an adc like there's like people know when you get a pentakill on Jin that there's like it's not because you're overpowered because they'd killed you 20 times beforehand it's because you actually you are able to farm. You were able to p- position yourself right. You were able to use your bounce as well. You were able to hit your W's. And, and that's the only way you can really secure a pentakill on Jin. You have to play it perfectly. You have to. Same with a lot of other ADCs. Like, there's. I've never gotten a pentakill. In the six years that I've played League, in the thousands of games I've played, I've never gotten a pentakill. The most I've gotten is a quadra kill. And that's just because I've played. I played ADC. It's really, really hard to get a pentakill on ADC unless every single star aligns perfectly. The closest I got to actually getting a pentakill is when I played Cassiopeia mid, when I didn't even play her, really, at that point. I hadn't really played her that much, and it just goes to show the difference in skill or the difference in impact that a mid laner has versus an adc and it's 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 kind of crazy and then it it baffles me even more when people are upset that adcs are finally relevant like samira is one of the first adcs that i've seen people complain about uh since aphelios launch and like people are like why is an adc able to carry the game and i say that's what they're supposed to be doing. I th- I'm not arguing that release Aphelios was balanced. I just don't think that Aphelios 40 nerfs in a row is balanced either. Um I think that Aphelios had a point where he was balanced and there he's he was still strong but he wasn't too strong he was he was always the priority pick in pro play because he was one of the only ADCs that could really impact the game at a at a at a major level and i think samira is the next adc that will be able to do that and people are already complaining her and they already hotfixed her i believe that the hotfix was justified i don't think she, like 70 HP is a shit ton. 70 base HP is a shit ton. And I, as, a, as someone who wants to play Samira, I don't think that's... It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't bring me joy that Samira lost 70 base HP and 100% scaling on her ult. But I also believe that Samira shouldn't have the base HP that a melee champion does because inherently she's not a melee champion. She's a marksman. Um, I think that it was a good hotfix, but it makes me fear that Samir is going to have another Ophelio situation. I fear that they're going to gut her, and she's going to be absolutely useless. Now, I still will play her. Even if she's absolutely gutted, I will still play her. I will probably get her to Mastery 7, because I I just adore playing her. Um, And I will revel in the tears of people who cry that she's overpowered as i do so even if she's gutted i don't give a fuck um i think samira is a huge step forward for riot's dev team in regards to adcs and i really hope to see more stuff like this in the future Uh, more stuff like this in the preseason upcoming uh more stuff like this in the future of what riot plans to do with adcs and i just i'm i'm in love with samira and i think she's one of my favorite champion designs for a long time and i just wanted to thank riot for creating this champion so i think that that's gonna wrap it up for um this episode. So I will see you guys later. Thank you for coming by and listening.